This show is brought to you by the Deluxe Edition Network. Head over to the Den Dot Show for other great podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Deluxe Edition, the show where we love to dig deep into classic pop culture. I'm Bill Seabald here as always with Casey Shearer, and we have a guest with us again today. We have Amber Hoffmeister. Hi! Hi, welcome back. We uh, we talked to you way back when we were talking about uh, fan films. Yes, that was quite a while ago, but I'm happy to be back and talking conspiracies with you guys. Yeah, today's episode is about Hollywood conspiracies. So I, I came up with this idea the other day because I, I was listening back to one of our shows when I was editing it, Casey, and, and you said, Bill, I know you don't like conspiracies. And I remember going, well, it's not that I don't like them. I just don't like the really stupid ones, you know? Like the uh, the 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 dog men and uh, lizard people and some of those crazy ones. I like a good conspiracy as long as it's based in some reality. Flat Earth, eh. CIA bombing. Uh, you're breaking into like the uh, the the free press in Vietnam. Yeah, I could buy that. Robot birds that spy on your buddy. <laughs> mm. No, no, not so. But you love them. You love conspiracies. Yeah, and where you're where you go wrong, Bill, is you won't even give the person the time of day to listen to them. Like no. David Weiss, who I've had on my other podcast, the number one flat earther in the country, he knows more about the flat earth than you know about the round earth. <laughs> so he's a pretty good bullshit artist. I could, you know. <laughs> I get I get bullshit too. What 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 conspiracy do we want to start today? <laughs> We're not starting any conspiracies here. Oh, I'd like right. to start one. You got a good <laughs> one? Uh yeah. How about this? Donald Trump is really an angry oompa loompa that <laughs> ate way too much sour candy and that's why his lips are puckered. That's a pr- <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good one. I heard actually he was the first Veruca Salt actor, <laughs> and he was he put <laughs> that name's fresh in my head from our last episode. It came up, so now of course that's the name. I, I yeah, all right. You right. can just make anything up, Casey. I heard you have fourteen testicles. <laughs> make it up. <laughs> that's not a conspiracy, Bill. No, bullshit is bullshit. Like I mean, when I was younger, right? I remember going through grocery stores and they had that newspaper, the Daily News, and I remember it was like. Bat Boy found in Arizona or, you know, Elvis is actually an alien and, and all that shit. And it was like, you know, at nine, ten, this is stupid. Obviously, this ain't true. I guess some people like reading bullshit. And, you know, there were people buying the magazine. But these days, it's like everything is Bat Boy and everybody is buying into this shit. Uh, who's the guy that, that knows more about Flat Earth than, than I know about Round Earth? Like, David Weiss. Where's the information coming from? Because it's not science. So somebody must be sitting there in the middle of the night going, what bullshit can I make up and put on the internet that somebody's going to read and believe? How do you know it's not science? He's he's could be a flat earth scientist. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The, the last guy I've seen try to prove the flat earth theory is some guy I saw on, on Netflix or one of those shows. And he built his own rocket and he went up like 18 feet and he goes, earth looked fucking flat to me. Like, you went up 18 feet, dude. <laughs> of course it looks flat to you. You didn't go high enough. Don't you remember we, we talked about him a long time ago, I think, when we had Doug Danger on uh, 
what was his name? Mad Mike. He actually passed away. He went up in the rocket to to try and prove that the Earth was flat, and I think he bailed, and uh, he he came crashing down. Yeah. You know, it's like those guys make me crazy because one of the theories that I heard, I heard this on Stern with somebody talking about it. uh, The guy truly believes that the Earth is flat, and if you go out too far, there's secret military there who will shoot you down. They do not want you to know about it. You will die. And even Donald Trump doesn't know about it. It's so secret because this was aired when he was president. And even he, they don't even tell him. It's like, oh, my God, this stuff is like the Avengers don't even deal with this kind of bullshit. But in our world, our reality, people really believe some of this stuff. And I just can't figure out how. Yeah, it's crazy. Did you see the uh, the hole that opened up on Google Earth? Did you see that in Antarctica? <laughs> is this true or is this a conspiracy theory? There, there's a well, it's a conspiracy, but it's a conspiracy theory. But there's a if you go if you Google black hole in Antarctica, there's a hole that recently just opened up in Antarctica that people believe is like a military base. Wow, wow, of they do. <laughs> it's not a sinkhole or anything, it's definitely a military base, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I really try to avoid this stuff. I saw somebody on the news at some point talking about the snow in Texas, right? Because it never snows in Texas and then it snowed, you know, a few months ago. And these two are, are analyzing the snow and they're they're holding a lighter up to it. And, you know, you know, you live up, you're, you're up north uh, New York. You know all about snow. Like if you take a lighter to it, a, a big chunk of snow, it, it takes a lot of heat to melt that. So yeah. they're, they're flicking the lighter and like, see, it isn't melting. It's fake snow. It was sent here for Bill Gates. I'm like, oh, this is mental illness. And then all these other people were like, we agree. We know it's fake snow. I'm like, oh, geez. How far does this go? It's Horror. called global warming. <laughs> yeah. It's well, fucking shit up everywhere. <laughs> it, 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 like that's I, Casey. So to go circle it all back. Yeah. I like conspiracy theories, but I hate those conspiracy theories. You don't go that yeah. far. You don't, you don't believe in some of the wacky. Wow, no, I don't so. believe in any of that stuff. I do listen to the shirt that I'm wearing. Look into it. It says it's a tinfoil hat shirt. I do listen to a conspiracy podcast quite often, Sam Tripoli, but he is a comedian. And he's like me where you may not believe everything that you listen to, but you're willing to give them the voice. I'm willing to listen. Hmm. I don't know, man. I got other things to do. I got to edit podcasts. <laughs> I can't take time. My brain is too full with dumb 80 shit. I, I can't fill it with any more pseudoscience. I just don't have the room. And as I say that, we're about to do a show where I'm going to fill my head with more pseudoscience because we're going to talk about conspiracy <laughs> theories in Hollywood. Oh, let's get into it. No, no, no I'm actually it. excited. I'm excited for this. All right. So my the first conspiracy that I ever – came across or heard about was when I was a, I was probably at, I don't know, 14 or 15. I was in middle school in music class. And this was a segment that our music teacher, Michael Eben taught us for at least a week or so. And it was the Paul is dead conspiracy. You know about the Beatles? Paul is dead. Yeah. Do you know about this bill? Yeah, are you going to explain it, or do you want? My yeah, so November ninth, nineteen sixty six, they people claim that uh, Paul 
McCartney was killed in a car crash and he was replaced with uh, Billy Shears or or William Campbell. The names are the names have been tossed around. It could be one of one or the other. So who were, it began they? were they actual musicians? Like who were these random people that that he that I, replaced? That I'm not sure. Uh, but it says that he died in a car crash and to spare the public from grief, the surviving Beatles re- replaced him with the winner of a McCartney lookalike contest. Man. Yeah. And people believed it. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Unlikely. Possible. He may look like him, but can he sound like him? Right. Yeah, eventually somebody's going to go, hold on a minute. This isn't Paul McCartney. He's got an American Southern accent. This is the wrong guy. I remember, I remember Mr. Eben, he, he played, he had the record and he played, you know, about that. Like there's a thing in, in the one record where if you play it backwards, it says Paul is dead. Yeah. But does it actually do it? He, I mean, I remember clearly him playing it backwards, and I, I do remember it. I remember it clearly, like all is dead. Yeah, <laughs> I think he wanted to hear it. It, it reminds this. me of Little Nicky when they put on the album and they do it backwards, it's like uh, the blood of the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Chicago. Oh my good little Nicky! Wow, that's a that's a. I would have forgotten about Little Nicky. That is right when Adam Sandler like dropped off the cliff. Like he had a couple hits, and then all of a sudden Little Nicky, and it's like there goes Adam Sandler's career. Little Nicky. <clears throat> so my theory, my thoughts behind it are that you know it's not true, but the Beatles played along with the, the entire thing. Like they they dropped hints in a in one of their songs, nineteen sixty eight, Glass Onion. There was a line. Uh, Here's another clue for you. The walrus is Paul. Like so that you know they they were just I think fucking with everyone. They knew they knew about the conspiracy. It's it's still considered the world's most enduring conspiracy theory. Hmm. How can it still be around? The guy is alive. We have seen <laughs> him a billion times since the seventies. Or is it William Campbell or Billy Shears? Mm-hmm. Or is it you, Bill? Not oh, me. I wish. <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have some of that William Shears money. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about the Abbey Road, too? Like, because he was walking barefoot, I guess that was a clue somehow? Yep. Yeah, that was another one. He was he was the only one that was barefoot in the, the album cover. Yeah, but how was, how was that a clue? <laughs> People look way too far into shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you watch the new uh, Beatles documentary and you're watching them basically write these songs on the fly and make up words as they go. And then you're like, holy shit, these words are meaningless. Like they're just words that they're coming up with on the fly. And for years, decades, people have been, you know, scouring through John Lennon's lyrics for meanings. And he's like, well, doesn't mean a fucking thing. They made it all <laughs> up on the fly. <laughs> He smoked right. some McKinsey's weed, and you know that's when he started getting the inspiration. Yeah, but it, it's it's the weed that everybody else is smoking when they're hearing these words that just start putting meaning to things. They're re- they're the real geniuses. Yeah, I wish I had some weed that would make me come up with some genius shit like John Lennon. It's a special strain. It's really hard to find. Only only Willie Nelson has it. 
You want to get into another one here? Yeah. I'm frozen on the screen, so we apologize. Right. Hopefully, I pop back up. You look uh, really happy, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about Elvis is alive? Yeah. You know about this, of course, Bill? Yeah, but is that a... Do people actually believe he's alive? I've always heard that. It's like the big goof that he's alive, but there isn't really people thinking he's alive, is there? Oh, there definitely is. And let me just show you something. There's something I uh, put together here for everyone that they can see. Hopefully this works. There's Elvis in Home Alone. I had to get closer to the screen. You got to be kidding me. That guy it's looks not more fucking like me. Elvis. <laughs> okay. Elvis was spotted in Home Alone as an extra in the airport scene. This is uh, this is on the grounds of Graceland. Can you can you guys see that? Yeah. All right. That's so he's... video footage of Elvis. Elvis the plugging, gardener plugging some stuff in and walking around Graceland. And we then people are calling this Elvis. This guy looks more like Santa Claus. <laughs> I mean, it looks pretty much like Elvis to me. I mean, I hmm. don't see it. Me neither. <laughs> and then uh, he here, just flipped this off. Did you see that as he was leaving? Yeah, he's like, "Fuck you for watching me, you creeps." <laughs> and then here we have, which I believe is the same man. He's going to be popping up here in a second or two, and he's at. The 82nd birthday celebration of Elvis. Oh my God! So now Graceland. Oh, look! Look, he looks just like me. Look, <laughs> he does. It's you. <laughs> so this and that last guy, because they keep, he keeps popping up, they're now saying that's Elvis. I love yep. this. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's pretty clear that that one is definitely him. Oh yeah, sure, sure. That, that. <laughs> <laughs> looks like that actor, eyes, gladiator. Maybe. So, I mean, that's pretty clear that that is yeah. footage no of Elvis. No doubt, that's Elvis. I mean, that guy looked like he could swing his hips. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, right. She's right. But where was the, the Elvis sneer in that guy? Mm-mm, there was you no think lip. They, yeah. <laughs> Not at least find a guy with a, with, a, with a lip. I'm surprised he didn't say Billy Idol was Elvis because he did that thing too. My problem with it is, if that is Elvis, all right, so there's, all right, so Gail Brewer Giorgio wrote a book in 1988 called Elvis is Alive. She she claims that she went through thousands of FBI documents claiming that Elvis Presley is an American hero who then had to go into witness protection. Okay. Mm-hmm. So apparently Elvis took down a crime family called the Fraternity that was made up of dozens of racketeer, racketeers. Uh, he volunteered his time for the FBI and is now in witness protection. Come on. Mm, I feel like that's far-fetched. people <laughs> do believe this? I feel like he died on the toilet. Yeah, we all know he died on the toilet. Like, even if you tell me he didn't die on the toilet, I go, he probably died on the toilet. Like, you can't even church that up. That guy was a slob at the end. He wasn't taking down the fraternity. He was eating food and doing drugs and taking shits. That's what he was doing. (laughs) 
That's uh, why he. Yeah. That's why he was on so many drugs. He was so, you know, he was so involved with the mob. All right, I'm not buying any of it. He's dead as <laughs> we got no more Velvet Elvis. He's gone. My problem with the footage, if if he was in witness protection program, why would he be working at Graceland? <laughs> My problem with the footage was it wasn't him. <laughs> it was Santa for sure. <laughs> Deadly Santa. I mean, you ought, you ought to start the uh, the the conspiracy that I was there. <laughs> You killed Elvis? I, you could say I was that guy. Say <laughs> so it wasn't Elvis, it was Bill. He was there. And he knows. Bill's the many faces of Bill. Yeah, yeah. I used to be Elvis, Luke. He's Paul McCartney and Elvis now. <laughs> yeah. All right. We have another, a few other fun ones here before we, we get into that real deep, serious shit. All right. So have you guys heard the one about Stevie Wonder uh, not being blind? Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. I've never actually seen proof, but I hear what I've heard is sometimes when an attractive woman would walk by, he'd notice. He'd like look, and then he'd go, "Oh wait, I, I I'm supposed to be blind. I'm supposed to pretend I didn't see it." So after the fact, here after we're finished, we'll add a video in uh, that you can watch. But there's a video I put together where uh, Billy Shears or Paul McCartney is walking past. I guess they're at like some kind of big you know, one of those like save the world concerts or whatever. Paul McCartney walks by and brushes the microphone and it falls. And you can clearly see Stevie wonder stick his hand out and stop it from falling on the ground. Come on. I dude, I have the video. Okay. Maybe, maybe he was reaching out to pat somebody on the back and it landed in his hand. He, there was no one next to him. Or maybe bionic hearing, or he could, like, hear it, Polly. I mean, that's the thing. People say that, you know, blind people have other senses that people don't have, and, like, he knew that that was happening. But, I mean, you're going to have to watch the video for yourself. Uh, there's, there's, other, <laughs> there's other things where there's a photo of Stevie Wonder with a bunch of other people in a wax museum, and he's taking a picture of a Michael Jackson statue of a Michael Jackson frozen, like a wax figure. Like Stevie Wonder has the camera in his hand. <laughs> so there's another thing where Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, claims that he lived in the exact same building as Stevie Wonder. And he's told this on multiple platforms like Sha- i've heard i've watched several videos of Shaq telling this story he says that he Shaq parked his car he got on the elevator the elevator door opened stevie wonder got on got in the elevator Shaq did not say a word stevie looked at him and said what's up big diesel and pushed the button to his floor to his apartment and then got off and went to his apartment. Wow. Maybe he has a certain smell to him. <laughs> he yeah. can tell who it was by the smell. That's possible. But, Maybe. But it was the first time you met him, though. Did he, he, didn't, say it was the yeah, first he didn't even say it. Like, Shaq claims that he did not say a word. Huh. Hmm. I think Shaq's got too many basketballs to the head. <laughs> 
There's another story. Uh, do you know who Anthony Anderson is? Yes. He's a comedian. Do you know who he is, Bill? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's so, he's, a, he's like a current guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, in yeah. the show Blackish. He, but he yeah. he was in like uh, Harold and Kumar. He was in Transformers. Um, so he he claims that Chris Tucker and him flew to a jazz festival that Stevie Wonder was having in uh, Tobago, I think. And he was on stage with Chris Tucker as a backup singer for Johnny Gill. And he said he looks over and Stevie Wonder is just walking over on the stage like by himself. And he walks right over to Anthony uh, Anderson and looks at him in the face and says, you got to walk me over to my piano. He's like, he fucking caught himself. He caught himself and he, he didn't want anybody to realize that, that he was walking by himself. And he told me I had to walk him over to his piano. Wow. See, look, I could I could buy this. And, and here's why, right? Back in the day, right? He probably has some sort of vision impairment. It's probably not as bad as it was. And back in the day, they probably, you know, they're like, let's say that you're fully blind and we'll put you out there and it'll, we'll, you'll sell more records. And he was probably like, now I got to stick with this shit. <laughs> right? Would you come out and say, I'm not blind? Like, I, I might lie to the rest of the, for, to the world forever and, and never come out. Because yeah, I'd be too embarrassed that I did it in the first place. Yeah, if this is true. I mean, he's he's too committed now. You can't, you can't come out now and say. Yeah. No, you can't let the truth get in the way of a good story. There, There is one more story I have about it yet. Uh, Lionel Richie claims that they were he wanted to play a tape for for Stevie Richards like a cassette tape and the only where the only place that they had a cassette was in one of their cars and he said they're walking towards the car and Stevie like said I'll drive like joke he thought joking around and he said they got in the car and Stevie took the tape and put it right in the cassette deck like without hesitation and went like this bill went and put his arm on the car and backed out of the driveway Stop. and he's like you better yeah. take over from here you know you're reminding me of a time I, I walked into the eye doctors and i saw stevie wonder just sitting there reading an eye chart <laughs> f q z and he, he did it all like he read every letter even the ones that they're like super teeny tiny put that one on the list amber that's another conspiracy we started today I like that conspiracy. I have one, another uh, fake death thing where Tupac, I'm sure you've heard Tupac's still alive, right? No, he's still what? alive too. Apparently no. he lives in Cuba with his fugitive aunt. Why? He's wanted by the FBI. There's been sightings and all of this shit. Apparently one of the, the cops that was at his crime scene was paid off to pretend like he was dead. Also, at the hospital, they supposedly switched the bodies, so it was a body that looked similar to his, but it wasn't him. I don't know. <laughs> no, I never heard that. Really? Never heard that. No, no. So he's in that Elvis camp. Oh, yeah, he's hang- he's hanging out with Elvis. <laughs> what is the FBI thing. after him for? Uh, they're not after him. They're after his aunt. Apparently, she killed a cop. She was pulled over and killed a cop, and she ran away to Cuba. And he went with her. You know, every day he's like, you know, I had a goddamn good thing going. 
if you just didn't kill somebody, we'd be so rich right now. And like Suge Knight has been said, like people ask if Tupac's still alive and Suge Knight has said, I don't know, maybe, you know, like being cryptic about it. Who's Suge Knight then to say, like, maybe? He doesn't know anything. They're like, Suge Knight knows. Suge Knight. He don't know shit. (laughs) Isn't Suge Knight like one of the worst human beings on the planet? Yeah. Yeah. And then like, uh, I don't know how long ago it was. I think it was like 2018 or something. Do not quote me on that. But um, his son, Suge Knight's son, posted on social media saying that Tupac was alive and like posted pictures of Tupac. And then uh, he said after that, oh, they're going to come get him. Like somebody's after him for saying that. But then like a year or so later, he was like, oh, it was fake. Wow. No, I didn't know that. But you know what I did know about Tupac? Tupac. Tupac. What I did know about Tupac, because <laughs> I'm such a fan, I pronounced the name wrong. Did you know that he was um, Grumpy Bear on the Care Bear show in the 80s? He voiced Grumpy Bear. Are you lying? <laughs> no, put that one on the list. Conspiracy. That's a great conspiracy. Yeah, he was Grumpy Bear. Was there a Grumpy Bear? Did you just break that up? No, there it's, was a, it's a real one conspiracy. That was like clouds, right? That yeah, was yeah. Grumpy Bear. Sure, that was Grumpy Bear. I know. Yeah, voiced by you, Tupac. <laughs> That's just the way it is. That can't be a real conspiracy theory. It's real. I've heard it. All right. We have one more fun one here, and then we're gonna get we're gonna get serious. November nineteen ninety eight, Bill. You know what came out in nineteen ninety-eight? What came out in nineteen ninety-eight? The Furby. Mm. You remember the Furby? I have a Furby around here somewhere. It's listening. Every once in a while, this damn thing, uh, it might be gone now. Every once in a while, this damn thing will just sort of generate a charge and its eyes will open and close. This toy has <laughs> been around for 30 years and nobody knows why it does it. And it's not the only Furby that does it. Like a lot of them do it. <laughs> but that's the only thing I know about the Furby. It, uh, is there now, a way to charge a Furby? Yeah, put batteries in it. Oh, it's just battery operated? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the, the conspiracy with Furbies are, uh, there's several of them. They were they were already lo- like preloaded with all the words that they were going to say. But people thought that they were teaching their children swear words. Uh, apparently, they thought the phrase hug me sounded like something familiar. <laughs> Bug me. Maybe like, fug me. <laughs> fug? Fug's not a word, Casey. What, fug like. <laughs> wow. Uh, people also thought that Furbies could possibly launch a space shuttle. Wow. This is one of the, this is one of the conspiracies. Uh, this is like the robot birds one. <laughs> yeah, this is actually true. Uh, the NSA and the Pentagon both banned them from their premises in 1999. Uh, it says, personally owned photographic, video, and audio recording equipment are prohibited items, which included Furbies. So they thought that they were uh, being recorded by the Chinese. Wow. That's weird. That's yeah. Funny. The FAA also thought Furbies might possibly interfere with flight equipment. 
Are they full of 5G? They're going <laughs> to drop planes out of the sky? <laughs> People also thought Furbies could possibly make medical equipment go haywire. So I think they might have been banned from uh, hospitals. And... People also thought that Furbies were made with real cat and dog fur. <laughs> the only thing I know about Furbies is there was one in the 80s that that came to life and killed a whole family. And it, apparently a, a serial killer had uh, done a ritual and put himself into the Furby. They, they made a movie about Chucky? it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Child's Play. That's uh, They made it based on a Furby. No, no, yeah. <laughs> The Child's Play movie was based on a Furby. It based came out Furby. in the eighties. Yep, they'll get just what I heard. Amber put it down. Make sure it's uh, <laughs> make sure we we report that one out to the people. They need to know. Yeah, before we get into the one that I'm never going to stop talking about, um, I wanted to bring up the moon landing. Okay, have you heard that conspiracy that it was of fake? Course. Yeah, it was supposedly it was done at like a Hollywood theater, like in a little set. Yeah, yeah. The Wag the Dog was a movie that came out with uh, Robert De Niro about yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know. That's like c- could be. I could totally see the U.S. going shit. The Russians are beating us. We gotta let's fake it. We have this thing called Hollywood. We can pull it off. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I never looked at it close enough to think it really happened, though. A lot of people have brought up, like, the way the flag is waving, how it's, like, not supposed to be waving because, you know, they're in a vacuum in space. And then they're also bringing up, like, the footprints. There's footprints from Buzz Lightyear and, (laughs) yes, I call them Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear and Neil Diamond. Walking around on the moon, they're leaving imprints of their feet. But then if you look at the shuttle of the eagle, there's nothing. Hmm. So it looks like it had been placed there, like on a set. Hmm. This is what I could get behind. Yeah. And then they've had missions where they went back to the moon, but could never actually go back onto the moon because something happened. Like, you know, like Apollo 13 and all that bullshit. But then, like, the the last time was Apollo 17, and they've never tried to send anybody back to the moon. So they, they went there one time. Remember in Superman 2 when the bad guys went up to the moon and there was the American flag and <laughs> they he, he killed the ass? You're going to tell me that didn't happen? Sorry, bro. You know, that was Abraham wasn't on the moon? <laughs> he might be, though. <laughs> Yeah, could I get behind that one? I would need a little bit more evidence. I, I'm okay, you know, believing the 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 people who tell me it's it was real until somebody could say, "Hey, here's like something." The flag, like if, if there's no gravity, can't you take a flag and sort of hold it? When the flag stay, the flag wasn't flapping like wind, was it? No, I don't think so. Uh, no, it's know. it's supposedly you know they have a brace holding it up. No, that so that's what they say. They say, "Oh, we we have a brace so that we could probably get a good photo op on the moon." Because all right, see, that makes me now think it was real. That's a that makes a heck of a lot of sense. <laughs> all right, Bill, you ready to go deep? Yeah, what is going deep? Because so far <laughs> these have been pretty oh, yeah. good. How do they get deeper? So right, talk about deeper into the rabbit hole. We're gonna go into the wacky. Just the the nutsy shit now, aren't we? No, 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 no. This is this is 
This is real life. Okay. Do you know what happened April 5th, 1994, Bill? Of course I do. Remember? Why don't you tell us? (laughs) 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 All right. I am prepared. Yeah, that was real good. You do that, huh? (laughs) Yeah, Kurt Cobain obviously killed himself on that day. How could you say that? You don't think it's true? No. No way. Why not? Amber? Okay. I literally remember Kurt Loder popping up on MTV News. I'm like six at this time. He pops up and he's like, Nirvana frontman was found dead in the greenhouse at his Seattle house. Blah, blah. Okay. So if you break it down and look at the crime scene and you look at the shit that had happened before, you can clearly figure out that he did not kill himself. That is all staged. That is, I don't care if she listens to this. I hope she does. But that is Miss Courtney fucking Love trying to keep her money, trying to keep her popularity, and she had him killed. I watched the Kurt and Courtney documentary when it came out, and I know that's been out for like 15 years or whatever it is, and I do remember <laughs> leaving it. You, you have it. You're, you're a super fan. Yeah. And I remember leaving, watching that and going, shit, that's pretty compelling. There's a lot of evidence. That, but it's one of those things. It's like, do the cops, if, if this is true and all that evidence is there, do the cops just go, hey, listen, let's get the fuck away from this. Like, this is too much press. This is, we just, we don't want this. It's too much work. And they sweep exactly it under the rug. What they did. Is that what you think? That and I'm making an assumption, but not really. I think this is fact. I believe Miss Courtney paid them off. You think? Or sucked them off. Either way. Or both. Oh. There's a thing that I watched, Bill, and it's out there on YouTube. It's called Soaked in Bleach. No, I haven't Uh, seen that yet. Yeah, I heard that's pretty good. So, yeah, I watched that twice. And uh, Courtney Cox had a a private, hired a private investigator. Did you say Courtney Cox? Courtney Cox. We're not talking about Scream. Sorry. (laughs) Courtney Love hired a private investigator named Tom Grant. Like what, five days, Amber, or eight days before his body was found? Yeah, she hired him prior to the suicide to check in on him and see where he was and what he was doing because he was up to something. Yeah, he checked out of he, he checked himself out of a rehab in Los Angeles, flew back to Seattle, and apparently, from what Courtney claims, that no one had seen him in those days. But the private investigator, you know, in this movie, there's there's evidence that he was seen, that, you know, people talk to him. They, they tell him, they tell this private investigator, yeah, he came to visit us. Hmm. Yep. And he went to see his lawyer during that time period, too who was putting in paperwork to start the divorce between him and Courtney. That's what I was going to ask. What was the motive then? Yep. He wanted her out of his will and he wanted a divorce. And then, oh, he's dead. Hmm. Yeah. And a couple months prior to this, they were in Rome. And I had a question for you, Amber. Maybe you can tell me this. Uh, I kind of remember something in the soaked in bleach thing where 
they did they both overdose in Rome? Yeah. Okay, because I had thought that I thought possibly that she might have tried to kill him in Rome because I, I, I thought I read something that the Rohypnol was dissolved in the champagne. I don't remember that, but I'm pretty sure they both did. I thought that too. But then I read about the the Rohypnol being dissolved in the champagne. But she there's also evidence, Bill, that she, she's on this Tom Grant, who actually he agreed to be on our podcast. Uh, I, I emailed him immediately after this shit was over. I was like, we need to talk to you about this. So he he'll, he has a YouTube series that he just came out with. Uh, if you YouTube his name, Tom Grant, there's a brand new YouTube series on this. And he said once that he's finished with that, that he'll come on the show to talk about this. Uh, but <clears throat> he, uh, what was I saying? Mm-hmm. About Rome. You were talking- yeah, about Rome. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you, you zoned out and I zoned out. No, no, no. no. You, I was totally <laughs> So there's just so much evidence, Bill, that, that, you know, there's no way that he killed himself. There, what about he had, the angle of the shotgun? That was the okay. only thing I remember being kind of compelling. Like if you – what? You don't, you don't yeah, like that so, argument? If so, you're trying to kill yourself with a shotgun, that's how you do it. Right. He was so high, though. He was beyond high. Like, how? Yeah, he had, like, five times the amount of heroin in his body that a regular person would be able to handle. Like, he was injected with that much heroin. Everything was put away neatly. Like, his heroin kit was all, like, wrapped up. You know, nothing was, like, you know... There's evidence of other junkies that have died and overdosed and stuff, and they still have, like, a needle hanging out of their arm. Like, all of his shit was all packed up, wrapped up. The shotgun was upside down in his hand, right? And where the the cartridge, the, the casing for the shotgun was, was on the opposite side. Like, if he would have had it upside down, the the casing would have been on the right side of his body. Or it should have been the way that, you know, when it came out of the gun, it was on the left side of his body, which this is my theory is that he was injected with the heroin, but, you know, with someone and he, they put his, they put that gun in his hand and they were on the right side of his body and they pulled the trigger, the bullet, the casing hit his, hit their chest and bounced over onto the other side. That's what I think. Who makes they, a whole lot of sense. Who 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 is the one that actually they're saying did it? I remember in the curtain, Courtney. They kept kind of saying, <laughs> "You, you're raising your hand." Me, me. I I would never. Yeah. <laughs> I have him tattooed on my leg. <laughs> who? Kirk Cobain or the guy yeah, that killed him? <laughs> who was the guy that killed him? Kelly. Oh, you really are a fan. I think it was Kelly. Kelly, I do too. Yeah, Callie I, was staying at the house. Yep. He Is was Kelly a, a guy. Yeah, he was supposed to be a. Uh, he was, you know, he's supposed to be a friend of theirs, and he was had a room at their house. And no one ever told the private investigator about the greenhouse where above the garage where Kurt was killed, where you know where he was found. No one ever told the private investigator about that room, and like. <clears throat> 
that's that's where they said like they would that they would all hang out at. Yeah. So like, why would no one ever tell him about that room? Yep. So uh, Callie was actually their live-in nanny for Francis. And I think if I'm remembering correctly, I don't know if this is right or not, but he dated Courtney. No. I'm not positive, but don't that's what do, I remember. Back but back it would make Francis? a whole lot of sense for, I know Courtney didn't personally shoot him, but I know that she hired Callie to do it. Like in my head, this is what happened. Yeah. Yeah, she, was, she was pumping all those guys full of heroin. Like any, yeah. that, you know, she was what they found that Tom Grant found out that uh, she was paying uh, Dylan's rent for months. Dylan was one of uh, Kurt's close friends that was supposed to be helping as Tom Grant with the uh, investigation, showing him all these places, Bill, and never told him about the greenhouse where Kurt was found. And, you know, apparently after the fact, they found out that Courtney was paying his rent and all of his bills for months. Mm. You know what I heard? <laughs> was he a care bear? You want to know what I heard? I heard he was killed by Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. That really is a wanted- rumor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it isn't. Is it really? Yeah, I've heard that. Oh, my God. But I, I don't think that's true at all. Well, here's what I did here is that uh, so I think Kurt wrote a lot of the early Hole songs, and then when that all ended, I guess Hole had a second album, but she can't write songs. So it, it, I guess uh, Billy Corgan of Smashing Pumpkins was dating her at the time, yeah. and when he gets pressed about it, he tries not to say too much, but he, he leads enough out there to say, "Yeah, I probably, yeah, I contributed to the second album." So yeah, I don't know. That that's the only thing I've ever. Really now, didn't Tom say on his uh, on YouTube that Courtney's album came out like a couple days after Kurt died? Yeah, yeah. During this yeah. whole thing, her album was supposed to be coming out, and like she leaked to the press that she had uh, that she had overdosed just to see if Kurt would call her. And like it was all a lie. Like she never, she never overdosed. She, she, it's she's on tape saying that she paid these people to leak it into the press that she had an overdose. So another time, Bill, uh, she reported that he was missing. She filed a missing persons report under Kurt's mom's name. Like she's on tape saying all this shit. Yeah. Like, she was a piece of shit. Or she it, did it. it is. I'm I was convinced. Say was. She did it. <laughs> I, I've heard her on Stern. I've seen her interviewed. Sometimes she is so drug addled. Like, you know, when I was watching that documentary way back when, and I remember the guy, I, you, you say his name is Kelly. Like, they all looked like they had some sketch shit going on. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire. So I might believe that some of these dudes were bad dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally, Hell that's yeah, one man. I think I can get behind. There's so much evidence, too. Like, the, the, Tom Grant says that the uh, well, first of all, the the sheriff or whatever of the Seattle, he got fired not long after this for like planting evidence at other crime scenes, and he's the one that like just brushed this whole thing off. Like he he let a uh, patrolling officer announce that it was a suicide. Like that they he said that that's not the way shit works. Like. It's always a homicide investigation. Like, 
no matter the death, they always have to look into it as like yeah. a homicide, you know, right. first. Right. Yeah, like he's like, trying to shut it down before it gets any further. Yeah, and the, the other thing I thought was so fucked up is the guy that found him, like I, from what they say in the documentary in the Soaked in Bleach thing is that he didn't even call the police first. They called the radio station first. Yep. Like to re- like say that they found Kurt Cobain's body, that they found this rock star. Yeah, it's, see, it's stuff like that that makes it so hard for me to believe that this complex plan came out of Courtney Love. She's dopey. She but had other it's hard to disagree. Huh? She had other people working with her. Yeah. Like, she couldn't have figured this out on her own. But what it is, is she just really wanted her popularity. She wanted her whole album to be as big as it was. And she wanted to stay in the will and take all of Kurt's royalties for Nirvana and bullshit, which she's fighting. I don't know how long ago this was, but she was fighting fucking Dave Grohl for it. Come on. Dave Grohl was in the band, bitch. You were not in the band. Calm down. (laughs) Yeah. She's in a legal battle actually with Francis's ex-husband, Isaiah Silva. I was just reading about today. Apparently, Francis gave him the famous acoustic guitar that was on MTV Unplugged. And Courtney was like, after the divorce, Courtney was like fighting him, saying that that, that the guitar is hers. Like that he was, he, that she had no, that Francis had no right giving him that guitar. It's like they were married at the time. Like if she wanted him to have it, that's their battle. You know, like, why are you getting your nose involved in it? Yeah. All right. Because the guitar is worth like $6 million. That's why. She's a killer. You've convinced me. I'm convinced. There's There's more evidence, too. I I can tell you more, Bill. We only have an hour show. (laughs) That's why there's going to be another episode. (laughs) Yeah, there's going to be a whole other episode on this. We're actually going to talk to the, the private eye, Tom Grant. Man, I... I mean, I kind of feel bad for him in a way, like ever since he was hired onto this case, he's, I don't think he's, he, he claims in this documentary that he's never thought like a day has not gone by where he hasn't thought about Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Like since 1994. Well, yeah. I mean, gets him on TV and <laughs> got him in a couple of documentaries. <laughs> Yeah. That but there, I mean, there's other people in this thing that like they would, that confirm these, these, you know, things, these claims that he has, they would have, they would get nothing out of saying that stuff. You know what I mean? They're old, like retired guys. Like, why would they, why would they, they don't have a dog in the fight. You know what I mean? Like, why would they come on and lie about it? Yeah. He just wants justice. He sees like the wrongdoings. He sees all the evidence. He, the handwriting analysis on the the suicide note, like everything, he sees everything there, and he's just trying to reopen the case. But they don't they don't want to reopen the case. They said May twenty twenty one that oh they did a little bit more investigating and they still ruled it a suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you've been fucking paid off, Seattle. Yeah. saying. <laughs> One of the reasons I believed it because I remember being in college and I was a big Nirvana fan. I was a huge Nirvana fan, and I remember hearing Kurt tried to commit suicide. And I was like, oh, and then, you know, two weeks later or whatever it was, he tried it again and he, this time he died. So I was like, well, yeah, the guy, you know, he was really unhappy. Clearly he was trying to kill himself. So 
Yeah. I, I, until I saw that movie, I was assuming it really was suicide. <clears throat> well, that's another thing that the first suicide that they say that they claim in Rome, that was, that was never mentioned as a suicide until after the supposed suicide that she claimed that he tried to kill himself in Rome. But until then it was always considered an accidental overdose. Hmm. Amber, did I ever tell you about the time I met Kirk Cobain? Are you lying to me? No, Lehigh, <laughs> Pennsylvania, at Lehigh Stadium. Yeah, I saw he was there playing guitar. I was about 20 rows back, but, you know, we met. We had eye contact. I you saw Nirvana? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was a great show. Nice. That's a great place. Great little venue, too, at Lehigh. Was it at the college? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool it, place. I saw too. Bob Dylan there. I don't know that Nirvana was that big when they were uh, until they died. I, and this might be controversial. And I was a huge fan, but they got bigger when they were gone because they were playing those little venues. That was the In Utero tour. They weren't playing the big Philly venues; they were playing the smaller ones. So that's got to tell me that even though you know now we think of them as a everyday, you know, it's a household name, Kirk Cobain, Nirvana, but they weren't huge. As big as they were, they weren't. You too big. And that's funny to kind of look back and think that way, you know, that that's true, but they, they just weren't that, that big. It's weird. It's like now that he's dead, they're, they're legends. Sucks that you have to die to become a legend these days. Yeah. What else we got? That's it, man. I mean, unless you want more facts that, you know, that. I'm going to hit you with a couple that I've heard of as a kid, and I have no details on them because I didn't do any research because I knew you guys were coming with them. But have you ever heard of the uh, the conspiracy theory that a uh, uh, one of the munchkins in Wizard of Oz hung themselves, and if you look, yes. you could see yeah. them hanging? Yeah. 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 I don't, I'm not buying that one. I've looked, and I've looked again, and I looked a third time. And every time I looked, I said, this is bullshit. I've seen it. Yeah, it don't look like nobody hanging. <laughs> How about the um, – <laughs> the one uh, 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 three men and a baby that there's a ghost in the background. No, this one I don't know. Yeah, supposedly if you if you pause it at the right spot, you'll find a ghost floating in the background. I, somebody had told me the story about who the ghost was, and I don't remember. Turns out it was a cardboard cutout that somebody accidentally <laughs> <laughs> left on set. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But those so are like there is the- something there is something actually there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if memory serves, if I remember right. But those are really it. Like those, yeah, there weren't a lot of conspiracy theories that I knew of growing up. What about have you heard the one that Katy Perry is John Bonet Ramsey? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yes. It's so stupid. I've I put side by side pictures of the parents. I was like showing my girlfriend, I'm like, what do you think? Do you think it's a possibility? <laughs> but she's like, this is what she said. I have to completely reevaluate our relationship. <laughs> oh. Does she know you believe some of this other crazy stuff? Yeah, well, we watched the Kurt Cobain one uh, last night together, and she's I'm pretty sure that uh, she believes that he did not commit suicide. Yeah. Good. I'm, I'm going to go check that out again. I think that's what yeah, it is. Soaked, soaked in bleach. We were coming home, Case, uh, from uh, Connecticut when we were at the, that movie premiere. And we were talking about the, the, the some of these. And you came up with one and you gave me one. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. And you go, but you got to admit, it's possible. And I'm like, well, everything is possible. They just cloned a goat. Like, we, it's technically possible. 
most of this crazy shit is possible, but some what of it was just it? Isn't. Yeah, I wish I remembered. I don't remember. <laughs> You're like, well, it's possible. Yeah. Well, sure, but there's no evidence to prove that it happened. Like, uh, yeah. when people are like, hey, there's there's a secret organization really running the world. Like, yeah, it's possible, I guess. But why do you believe it? Like, there isn't proof. But right. John wrote this on, on the internet. That's terrible. That's bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of these were silly, uh, but please... Give us your thoughts on the uh, Kurt Cobain. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's. I mean, it is a conspiracy that she killed him. I. I believe that. You. Be, you believe there is a conspiracy. All right. Well, we're getting far. We're cracking this case. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Yeah. Well, a, a conspiracy by definition is a secret plan by a group or person to do something unlawful or harmful. Uh, so yeah, okay. I do believe right. that. Yeah, using the word that way. See, now I got to take back goofing on you. All right, you you got me. You got me on linguistics. Good job. All right, well, if we have no more, how about we wrap it up? Um, we should mention that we tried this new uh, thing today, this uh, Steam Yard. Stream Yard? What's it called, Casey? <laughs> Stream Yard. <laughs> yeah. So we, we didn't mention why we switched to it, but uh, we had a, a an episode last week with uh, Will Padilla from the eight, uh, 80s Now. And it was it was heartbreaking because we just like we did today with you, Amber, we had him on. He was the third person on and none of his video worked. And oh. when we took it back to uh, Zencaster, we're like, what happened? Like, he does his own show. It clearly works when he does his show. And they're like, eh, sorry. Yeah, you ruined our show. Uh, here's 40 bucks back. No, 40 bucks back. Is it going to get my show back? So we threw a temper tantrum and said, you're fired. And in case he found this StreamYard, what, what are some of the things that we're doing in StreamYard or will be doing, Casey, since you're really the StreamYard representative of the group? So, uh, well, we already tried it. It didn't work earlier, maybe because my internet isn't the best, but we should be able to overlay videos in occasionally. Uh, when I say go check us out on Instagram and Twitter uh, at the Lux Edition Pod, you can see that. You can support us over on Patreon at Deluxe Edition Pod. We have some tiers over there. And then we also have a network, the Deluxe Edition Network, that can be found at theden.show. So mm-hmm. uh, Zencast credits, is where, we're like a real show now. Uh, StreamYard is pretty cool as uh, far as that stuff. You can pop up little banners and stuff like that. And uh, mentioning the network, we are the podcast of the month for February on the network so check us out <laughs> check everyone else out on the network the den dot show a lot of great shows over there amber and, listen, uh, we know you're a little younger than us he started whatever he's not talking about some of the other stuff this thing does it streams he's now video game streaming and oh. I, I popped in and it's him playing a kid's game and he got <laughs> shot immediately and like i was one of your two people that popped in case are you playing duck hunt Dude, I played Call of Duty Plunder, and I play that because I can stay on the outskirts of the map because I suck at killing people. I'm just not good at it. I don't know why. I'm just not good. Like, if I found a spot where a lot of people get dropped off from the plane, like, they're just not paying attention, I guess. So it's just like this big group of people, and I just, I can take a truck and just run them all over. So I'm, I like found out how to do that, but at shooting and like aiming, I'm not good at. It. 
I love it. you're like, yo, we can stream, we can be streamers, we can be Twitch streamers, we can be all these things with streamers. I'm like, we're in our mid forties, dude. Like, that's not our world. We're not supposed to do it. And then I see Casey's playing Plunder, and I'm like, oh my god. So hey, more power to you. I hope you can get us streaming and whatever streaming means. I hope we stream. Are, are we, we streaming? Are we should be streaming? We, uh, yeah, all right. So yeah, I, I'm actually excited to see what this thing brings. All right, Amber, uh, where can people find you? Uh, mostly on Instagram, amber.brook32. I post a lot of fun photos and whatnot. So if you like photography and shit, go check me out. And to the one guy who asked me, no, she does not have an OnlyFans. No. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> Fucking Chucky.